I've been awake too long and I'm wondering why I have to sell my world for a piece of pie. And we're back. This is Groucho. And this is Chud. Welcome to the Beer Report. It is the Beer Report. The greatest podcast ever come from the little city of Pekin, Illinois. That's right. The longest running beer podcast on the internet. I think we are, right? <laughs> we can say that, but no, I don't think so. I mean, who's I, been doing it longer than we have? God, I'm sure Craft Beer Radio had to be out for us. Oh, uh, I don't think so. When we first did our first show, with, uh, this could be a moment of contention because, or a a point of contention. Uh, beer port spatula, by the way. Right. Uh, when we made our first podcast with The Real Happy Hour, mm-hmm. it was 2005. I'd have to look back at Crafty Radio. I'm sure Jeff and I'm sure Greg would disagree with me. Jeff mm. might be more honest. Well, I don't know if, well, yeah, because it's, it's hard to say. Greg's that a punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We love the guys at Craft Beer Radio. We kid because we love. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's got the big googly eyes. You can't kick a dog when he's down. Yeah. All right, now, ooh, this has got some interesting funkiness there under yeah. the uh, the cap space. This is here. another freebie beer. Yeah. Beer is brought to us by the guys at Marketplace Selections, just letting us know that this brewery is back in town and on the shelf and ready to play. Yeah, so this is all over... Peoria, it plays in and Peoria. It plays in Peoria, and it plays in Pekin as well. Emerging from the deepest shades of darkness, darkness. a rolling crescendo of flavors burst forth from this robust out. The thundering, <sighs> hoppy appeal of Storm King. You know, that's a good band name. <laughs> it is Storm King. <laughs> Actually, more I, think, I can't believe that. Not, I'm going to fucking steal that right the <laughs> hell now. Subsidized in the middle, so these roasted malt exhibiting espresso-like depth of character and its finish. And stuff. Storm King. Discover the dark intrigue of Storm King. <laughs> Victory Brewing Company. Yes. What city in New York? You guys are from New York? Yeah, I think so. Downington, Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. Sorry. Yeah. Downington, ooh, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Hello. This is 9.1% alcohol. All right. Well, it doesn't look like it. It looks a little thin, actually, as it poured in my glass. You know, it does seem... Well, there's just not a lot of head on it. No. This is a 12-ounce bottle we're splitting between us. Mm-hmm. Smells oh, it stouty. Is, it is roasty. There's a little bit of coffee note there on the roll. Yeah. That smells delicious. Actually, yeah. I know the more I sniff this, I'm like, okay, I'll give you the espresso thing. That's not bullshit. Okay. Yeah. But it, but it doesn't have... When I'm rolling around my glass, because I do that, I'm mm-hmm. looking for lacing, and uh, not really lacing. You know, when I See, glance at it, and, and the, the viscosity, <laughs> <laughs> as I glance at it, I, I'm not, I don't get the impression like I don't have that, like, I'm looking at the manliest motherfucking beer in the no. world. I don't, I don't get that impression. No. Not that it needs it, but. No, but it looks thinner than a Guinness or something like that, doesn't it? Let's, yeah. give, it, let's give it a taste. Wow. Damn. <laughs> How can you taste like that and look like that? Rope and dope. Rope and dope. Pulled the rope and dope. It just fooled us, didn't it? Oh, it just punked man. us hard. Float like a butterfly thing like a bee. Yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable. Oh. How does it not lace at all? Oh, my God, dude. And it's not my glass. Don't give me that shit. I mean, this thing, this thing looks thin. It rolls thin in the glass. 
Yeah. But then when you drink it, it's like, bam, popped you right in the face. I'm thin, but I'm wiry. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> oh, man. That shit is good. That's unbelievable. It doesn't seem like that stuff should just roll around your glass that quickly. No, it doesn't. Now, the beer is cold. It's been in the fridge right before we pulled it out, but... Mm. I mean, that's not to say it's got, like, an, an ultra-thick body. No. But it's really hoppy, and it's got some dark chocolatey goodness going on. Uh, now, did you read this part? Uh, I skipped some of the... Some okay. Of the end. Hold within. Cheers, Bill Ron. Would it be Bill Ron? Oh, the brewmasters of Hickory. So, Bill and Ron. Ah. Uh, All right. Cheers to you, Bill and Ron. Cheers. Good job, boys. Way to pull the head fake on that. I like that. It was. It's not, it's not often I get rope surprised. Rope-a-dope. Like, <laughs> rope-a-dope. 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 <laughs> That's excellent. I just took uh, that sip and I was expecting something like a Guinness and it's just like, blam! Yeah. Kiss my ass, honky. <laughs> Kiss my black ass. <laughs> right there. Wow. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. All right. Yes. All right, Chud's new band, Storm King. Storm King. Now we alluded to this last show, and uh, this is our uh, this is our part two of the uh, the band getting back together here of mm-hmm. the beer report because we've been on hiatus there for a short time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple things went on here. We talked about the divorce last mm-hmm. episode, and then this episode we're going to talk about we got Rusty mm-hmm. and the beer report's moving. Yes, the beer report is moving. Yeah, this is actually going to be one of the last of a few shows that were actually ever recorded at Studio B of Beer Report mm-hmm. Studios. It's uh, it's a bittersweet farewell. I don't know that I'm going to have a new place with as much character as this joint right here. No, this is a pretty cool spot. Yeah, this actually is pretty pretty awesome. And you know what's kind of funny? Because where I sit right here, mm-hmm. was it seven, eight years ago? You were where, sleeping. I was sleeping here. <laughs> this is this the whole reason I... You know, it's kind of funny. The whole reason I started is Chud, because I was sleeping here in your basement. Yeah, and, and the kids would come down and be like, Uncle Chud's in the basement sleeping, you know. Yeah, and, and now... Now I'm a homeowner. I yeah. pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing how things change so quickly. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. It hasn't been that quick when I think about it. Yeah, true, I suppose. No, no. But uh, no, Groucho found a new pad. I'm going to blame mm-hmm. my iPhone for this. You're blaming the iPhone? I'm blaming the iPhone because all I did, I got this app called Zillow. Yeah. And I just put it into Zillow. I'm like, eh, I just want to find something with 10 acres, this price yeah. range. And the next thing you know, it points me towards a couple houses. I'm like, oh, that was easy. And then we just drove up a couple <laughs> driveways. I'm like, fuck, I like that house over there. And next thing you know, mm-hmm. we're fighting over some offers, and we make an offer, and they take it. And uh, now we're moving. So house is bought. I actually mm-hmm. own two homes at this moment. And uh, Yeah, Grouch, Grouch is a stud. <laughs> yeah, Grouch is stressed. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, so right now we're, we're dual homeowners, and... Uh, the new pad's gonna be nice, mm-hmm. but it's not as rich in history as this house here. No, it, it's it's not. I will say your new place. I don't like the house nearly as much. Yeah. Um, but if this but, house were sitting on that land over there, oh fucking right! It, yeah, you'd never leave. The, the land is worth it. Yeah, the land. Is you what got makes you it. got a killer piece of land. Yeah, it goes right up to a creek. It's all wooded. You know, it's mm. off the road. It's a nice little spread. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah. And honestly, it's got a deck that we could do. We could do shows in the summertime on the deck. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Because 
they'd, they'd be removed from the whole rest of the family. Could sit mm-hmm. out there outside the kitchen, kind of do the Jeff and Greg craft beer radio thing. Do the yeah. shows on the deck. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm feeling I'll be spending a lot of time at that house this summer. It'd be fun. So should be neat. So, like I said, this is one of the last shows mm-hmm. we'll be doing at this at this place. You know the funny part is, though, I don't remember Studio A. I can't remember for the life of me anything about Studio A. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, and I, I remember recording shows with Hoopmaster in that room. I remember being sick on Sailor Jerry in that room, but I don't remember the table or the microphones. I just don't remember the whole setup. Where I mean, it, but it, well, because here's the thing. I mean, we were still, I think, sitting right across from each other the same way we are right now. I don't know. if He that's just true. happened to be right I there. I don't know if that's true. I mean, that's I don't know. Was this and was that couch in the other? I think that couch may have been in the other room at one point. Yeah. What about the classic ugly? The, the ugly lamp had to be in there, and that's been there with us from the beginning, right? I don't think so. Really? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so no, and uh, so it's funny how things change. So I don't think we'll ever forget recording in here in Mm-mm. Studio B. Because uh, I think no. there's just so much personality with this room, mm-hmm. and plus the fridge is right there in our face as we're recording the show. Yeah, it's studio. Just, I mean, we've had so many classic bottles. As we've, I mean, we've gone from beer, complete beer noobness to yeah. It, we actually, I think old we grizzled. I veterans. think we kind of uh, were baptized of beer in Studio yeah. A. <laughs> in Studio B, we came ourselves. Studio C should be interesting to see mm-hmm. what happens there. Uh, actually, the interesting thing about Studio C, we'll finally have high speed internet. Who knows what mayhem may ensue. And that's true. We may have special <laughs> guests on the show as a recording. It's hard to say what we'll make of that. I guess we could do that. Yeah. That could be fun. That would be awesome. Yeah, I could put them on the big screen TV you know, while we're talking to them. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like the news show. We'll have a flat screen rolled out from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. So you just have no idea what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. uh, here's to the future, Chud. Yes. To that's the future. To the future. In the year 2000. Hmm. yeah you know speaking of getting the band back together i thought you broke the band back up i did i was thinking i was just thinking that's another thing that chud broke up his band yeah dude i did i did break well let's talk about rusty first we brought rusty rusty was your cat yes since when you lived in in orlando um no he he i got him when i got my very first apartment in Fort Myers? Um, no, in Tampa. Okay. Um, he was uh, this scrawny, beat-up orange cat who just had... Just a big orange tabby. And, uh, but, like, some... Well, he wasn't big when I got him. Um, okay. When I first but tabby, got him... tabbies always get big, as a rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially the orange ones, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. But, uh, like, some people live down the street, this family... They, this like I fed him all the time just because he was always like just scratched up and beat up, and he was getting like his third surgery apparently in like the first year of his life. <laughs> um, and the guy knocked on my door for whatever reason like nine in the morning. I'm like I'm just hung over as fuck. Yeah. And um, the guy's like, "Well, I know you feed the cat. I just figured before I uh, take him to the to the vet, you want him, you know, because he was just going to get rid of him." And I was like, oh, like really, right now? And then, like, he, I don't know, the cat just looked at me, and I knew he was cool. I was like, you know what? Fine, yeah, give me the cat, because you're a douche. <laughs> you know? Man, two, rows yeah. in a, uh, two, row, two shows in a row that use a douche. I like that. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. That's a good word. It's good. I use a lot of work. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 
So anyway, but it was just kind of funny because he was just like this totally loving little cat. He was just, you know, he wasn't even a year old, I don't think. Yeah. And then he grew, and he grew. And then when he turned into a monster, about six months later, he realized Leviathan. his time had come. And he fought to get out like nothing, no other beast you could ever fathom. And he, was it the call of the wild, Chad? He was more relentless than any living creature I've ever seen. And all he wanted to do was kill. <laughs> like, because there's this, this is other, in Tampa. This is in Tampa. There's this other cat that used to kick his ass all the time that was always just walking around out in front of my house. And one day, I opened the door to go outside for something. And I just looked, and that cat was right out front, and Rust, Rusty saw him, and like his just eyes burned with like the hatred of a thousand suns. And I was like, oh, shit. And he ran out the door, and he chased this other cat that used to be like twice his size, and now Rusty was twice his size. I remember you hear all the screaming and, and sounds of destruction. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God, dude. My cat's going to be dead. And I walk out, and there's Rusty, and he's purring. And he's rolling around on his back, and he's covered, you, Daddy. And he's covered in blood and fur of this other cat. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, what in the fuck kind of beast did I bring into my house?" And pretty much that would be the next thirteen years of my life as he destroyed woodwork. He destroyed um, my woodwork. I actually uh, <laughs> memorialized Rusty in this house by yeah. just coating over his scratch marks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't uh, didn't sand him out or anything like that. I just coated him in polyurethane and left him there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I lived in Tampa, I mean, he used to he used to cut or ram my screens out of my windows if I left him open so he could get out. And he wouldn't go anywhere. He'd go. He'd usually go kill some squirrels or some snakes, yeah. pile them up on the, the doorstep, and then he'd stand outside waiting for me to get home from work just like, just wanted to let you know, you can't keep me inside, bitch. You know? <laughs> and by the way, I got dinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I know you can't fend for yourself, loser. Yeah, There's some snakes. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Man, I if, if, if you would have been like with Rusty, and uh, say you were the guy on the FedEx plane that went down in that movie with Tom Hanks, yeah, <laughs> and you had a cat like Rusty, he probably would have just fed. You know, he would have fended for you. Right? Oh yeah. Well, because I mean, he used. To, I had to. I had to keep him when I moved to Orlando. Eventually, he this really became an indoor outdoor cat. Like I just couldn't keep him. How is that possible in a city to have an indoor outdoor cat? Well, yeah, you know, I never really thought about that until I was kind of talking to the vet when I had to put him down. Yeah. And the vet, for a while, she's and she was like, just hold up. She's like, you do realize it's insane that your cat lived as long as he did <laughs> considering the life that he had. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he would just, he would, every morning it was just squirrels and rabbits and snakes and frogs and bugs. He just, just left a pile of corpses. There's this there's this black dude lived down the down the way. He's like that thing. That's no cat. That's a four legged death machine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh, Clint yeah. Eastwood, Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. When uh, you be Will Money, killer of women mm-hmm. and children, such mm-hmm. I be Will Money. I reckon I killed just about everything that walked or crawled at one point in his life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I be rusty. Yeah, that was my cat, dude. He was 38 inches long. Yeah, but, he, was, he was a big boy. Yeah, but before I took the, half his tail off in the window. <laughs> yeah, he was also about the reason you moved out of here. He he was he because <laughs> uh, Margaret just about flipped the shit out when he uh, attacked her one time. She was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, he was. Think about Rusty. He was like the most loving animal ever. Yeah, unless he had just been in a fight. 
Yeah. And then he would just try to call your eyes out. He went into some psychotic, like, <laughs> he went into a psychotic rage. Animal animal rage. And he, unfortunately, he unleashed that on Margaret. Yeah. And then the next day, we moved out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that day. She was pissed. She was beyond pissed. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. Well, that was when <laughs> mom and dad's house was supposed to be done. It was. Yeah, it was a dark time. But, yeah. You know, we tried to be patient, but it was, it was tough. Uh, it, I mean, think it about was that. Time. Think about. That was insane. The fact that she didn't divorce all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about anybody. Anybody whose wife would be like, oh, yeah, it's okay if your mom and dad move into our house and your brother. And your sister. Yeah. And uh, we should, you know, we should deal with that. You know, oh, well, And all their animals. What? Yeah. <laughs> True. Dude, those places are a zoo. I can't believe it. I mean, there was, in hindsight, we had no business putting her in that situation. That's true. Remotely. It seemed like a good idea at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, not a problem. You know, I'd do anything for you guys. Well, and- it was a good idea until it took an extra nine months for <laughs> mom and dad's house to finish getting built. You know? Because <laughs> you kept getting the line, oh, house is going to be done another two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. For a year. <laughs> another Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Margaret was patient. I, I look back and sometimes like oh, I'm really disappointed how that went down. But at the same time, like you know what, we did bend over backwards. I guess I can't complain too much. So. No, dude, she <laughs> yeah, she just takes some credit for not just being yeah, because like, I'm gonna tell you, you what, fuck your family. I'm out of here. Tell you what, if her mom moved in here for nine months, I'd probably flip the fuck out. <laughs> <of that. laughs> it wouldn't take nine months. I'd be like, this shit's over. It's done with. Come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to yeah, get another beer before we get on to the tale of Rusty. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. grab the other beer, but you you still have a little bit in your glass. If you want to talk about uh, Rusty's timing of his death wasn't too keen. Um, no, that really sucked, actually. Yeah. That was like the fucking worst thing ever. Because um, I want to say... Um, A.B. had split... Um, she like packed her shit and just drove off one day. I mean, I kind of knew it was coming, but it was weird. Yeah, they, that I'm I'm not going to tell all the weirdness of that, other than that there was some. How, he, was Rusty he, sick at that time, or did you know something was up with him? Yeah, I knew he had started getting sick. We had gotten back from um, Sister Sly's wedding. Okay, and he had been acting kind of funny. Um. And I had taken him to the vet a few times, and um, I, I honestly I spent like eighteen hundred bucks on him. I, I remember you spent some money. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is he doing? But yeah, um, but to each his own. But as the uh, what is it? The vet. Okay. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what we gotta do. Open a beer here. Sorry. The vet was like, "Well, his heart's trashed, his lungs are fucked, and his liver's really pissed how off." Do, how do cat lungs get bad? Stiffing too much catnip? Well, I don't know. As much weirdness as went on in my various apartments between cigarettes and weed and mushrooms and who the fuck else, no? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's, in the cat's face. Let, you hear Rusty? <laughs> cat smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, I mean, you, every list, like, you know, most people, like, love their their, their pets, but honestly, like, I I don't know if I loved my wife as much as I loved this cat. Seriously, I I think uh, from the response you had to the death of Rusty versus your mm-hmm. divorce, 
I think you loved your cat more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Let's interrupt here for the beer report. Mm-hmm. Spatula. All right. What do we got here? We got this great big fancy looking bottle. It looks like a champagne bottle. It does. We're going to celebrate the life of Rusty here tonight, little chud, with a right. Speedway Stout. This is uh, Imperial Stout with coffee mm-hmm. from Ale Smith. The gods in brewing. Oh, I'm excited. I've always wanted to try one of these. I, I, don't, I cannot believe we've not had one of these. I don't think we have. Or and if we have, it's been so many years ago. It's been lost to the This is, uh, since it's ale brewed with coffee, you and I may not go to bed till 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Well, that wouldn't be unusual. Oh, man, look at that fucking thing. Now that, oh, man, even, Ooh. did you see that? You know that looks like that looks like you could have a fucking barista make something interesting out of the top. Yeah, of this she could. One. I could have just poured like a clover leaf in that thing right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this has all of the characteristics in the head and the body that I expected from the Storm King before it jaw jacked me. Uh, so I'm <laughs> interested to see what this is going to turn out to be. Yeah, this is yeah, this is kind of what I expect. This is what you would expect the Storm King's flavor to look like. Yeah, uh, this beer also is comp Ooh. from Marketplace. Marketplace selections. God, I love those guys. They're awesome. Aren't they? give that guy. This smells unfucking believable. It does. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh. <laughs> it's like drinking chocolate milk. First off, the texture and the thickness. Oh my but, god! But infused with whiskey and just yep. a, a boozy. It's just it's nice. I feel like I want to hug this bottle like a yeah. That's nice. Like I love it. I'm gonna use my Barry White voice on that. That's uh, oh my that's god! Nice is this right good? There. Wow! Now I see why this stuff is considered legendary. Did you know that the uh, Great American Beer Festival in 2008 declared Ale Smith the Small Brewing Company of the Year? Didn't know I did not know that. You know what this reminds me? I mean, this may be a little bit familiar to um, anyone listening around here where it's available. It reminds me of Goose Island's, uh, like Bourbon County style a little bit. I haven't had one of those in so long that I, I can't say that I... To me, this is kind of like that, maybe, but a little hoppier and a little more carbonated, I think, from what I remember of that one. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of words in here like ominous and intensity that I think mm-hmm. you should read with your your metal voice. All right, do you want to read the bottle back of the bottle there, Chad? All right, I'll read All the right. back of the bottle. Speedway Stout's ominous pitch black appearance has become a hallmark of this modern day classic. Chocolate and roasted malts dominate the flavor, supported by notes of dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. Healthy dose of locally roasted. Coffee from Ryan Brothers just to appease the liberal panty waste who like their shit local. And no, organic. no. You, does it say uh, that? No, I, I just said that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can't imagine a California brewery saying that. But that'd be killer. Uh, no. And added each batch brings out beer's dark chocolate flavors to enhance its drinkability despite its intensity. Speedway Stout's fine carbonation and creamy mouthfeel make it very smooth and surprisingly easy to drink. This beer ages very well and will continue to mature for many years to come. All right. Nice. I'll read the uh, beer description later there yeah. when we talk about uh, what to pair it with. Yeah, and if I go off, if I'm sorry if I've offended any little Philly liberals who listen <laughs> to our tho, um, you know what? 
Uh, okay, I don't want to turn this into a political show. Yeah. But if you still support Barack Obama and you ever said shit about one word about George Bush, you can stick it up your fucking ass because he's done everything Bush did and is just continuing to do it worse. This this podcast could get banned based on this conversation. We could have a drone strike at Studio B right but now. That's good because I would like the insurance coverage on this. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if drone strikes covered under my homeowner's policy. I'm well, wait a minute. Out. Since the Israelis run everything, does that count as Jewish lightning? <laughs> Man, that's that's a Jewish joke. You can't. Uh, you can't oh well, we can't do Jews. that now. Yeah, this is in Hollywood. Those podcasting and podcasting yeah. still uh, free. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Show two. We're supposed to talk about the uh, app, the All About Beer app. Oh, all right. We can, well. We're going to come back, and we're going to you and I are going to do a quick case study on an iPad app versus a book. All right. All right. So I'm going to put the show on hold for one second. The report contest. Digital versus analog. Coming right up. Okay. We're back from the break. And uh, recently, Groucho was contacted by the guys who own a, uh, I don't know if you want to call it an app or a publishing company. It's called Inkling. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, it's like iBooks, I guess. But it's a different way to view books. And uh, the book that they wanted to sell me and show me was Tasting mm-hmm. Beer. Now, you're holding Tasting Beer. And I mm-hmm. told the guys at Inkling, I said, this is actually really good. This book looks actually really awesome. It's a kick-ass book, and you probably should take it home with you. And actually, this it. book looks fantastic. I'm flipping through it right now. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. Yeah. So I was at Dark Lord Day, and I picked up mm-hmm. that book a couple years ago. So they said, well, we have Tasting Beer. It's on an mm-hmm. interactive book, and mm-hmm. we'd like you to check it out. No charge. So, again... I got gratis beer and I got gratis literature. Life is good. <laughs> it is good. So yeah. we we love being the beer report. Yeah. But what I thought I would do because I told the guy I said I have the I have the analog version. I have the actual yeah. paperback book. Um, let's see how mm-hmm. the two compare. Yeah. And now, uh, Groucho is uh, definitely he may be older than me, but I'm I'm Mister Old School. I like analog. Y- you probably enjoy the book more so than the digital device. Oh, like, without a doubt, I could fuck the digital version of this. Could you fuck it? That's a pretty small port on the bottom of that iPad. I don't know. You know what? I will destroy your fucking <laughs> iPad like a king. <laughs> I will own that iPad. Yes, I will storm king your fucking iPad. <laughs> yeah. So right now, I'm holding my iPad, uh, yes. iPad One with uh, Tasting mm-hmm. Beer by Randy Mosher. Mm-hmm. It is uh, first revision. Oh, this is by Randy Mosher. He wrote some good shit. Yeah, Randy Mosher. He's a stud. I met Randy Mosher at Dark Lord Day. That's where I got that book. No, really? Yeah. Well. And bonus beer Bob. Name dropper whore. Yeah, I am. (laughs) That's how I am, you know. Uh, (laughs) uh, Bonus beer Bob introduced me because bonus beer Bob knows everybody. I will say, bonus beer Bob seems like... He used to be a rock star. It's, like, it's like, like if the Matrix had a central being that kept it all together. Somehow in the beer world, that guy is bonus beer ball. Especially, especially in podcasting. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. He's like Samuel L. Jackson, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He kind of looks like him, too. If you had a honky metal version, yeah. that'd be him. Yeah, he's got that shaved head type thing going yeah. on. They just have to give him a big leather jacket. So I thought what we'd do is we'd, uh, we'd compare how the uh, print version and the dig- digital version work. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you look at the table of contents there, Chud, and see if there's anything that you can uh, root out of that that you want to go to quickly. And well, we'll... I'm just trying to see. Okay, this this was not the type of book that I thought it was. It's actually kind of cool. So, like right now, we're drinking a Imperial Stout 
Imperial Stout. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just let's search Imperial Stout. Wait, wait, hold on. Don't search it yet. Don't search it yet. Go okay. back. I saw you hit something. I just went. I just went to search. But okay. Okay. All right. All right. So right so, now, on the count of three, Imperial Stout. Whoever one, gets it first. One, two, two three. three. <laughs> oh shit! I Imperial. Imperial Stout. Boom. Oh, tasting English brown ale. Okay, let's go there. Tasting record. You see the A-F-G-H-I. <laughs> I'm Damn it, it's not on the table of contents. <laughs> Fuck, it's not in the glossary. What oh, the no, I got a tasting record for Imperial Stout. No, I just want to know about Imperial Stout. Oh, God. this shit motherfucking sign. When the, well, how oh, drunk was I when that happened? Son of a bitch. Imperial Stout. Where the fuck is this it? Should, this should not. Uh... Oh, damn it! All right, other imperialized beers. Here we go. This is not good. Pilsner Brown Ale Porter. Oh man! Oh my this... fucking god! Okay. Come on, son of a bitch! I'm on. This, you know this is this contest thing is really hard for us. Uh, presenting beer. So- Quantity's beer. I'm just going to go to bastard anatomy of style. All right, I'm going to anatomy of a style. Technology of beer style. Oh, I got stout. It's not imperial stout. What the fuck? Uh, crystal Carl. imperial stout. Got Son it. Of a bitch. Page one sixty four. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, let me go. Let me go to one sixty four. <laughs> Are you? Well, what do you got on one sixty four? Because I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to my copy. All right. Uh, one sixty four. Oh shit. My app just dropped out. Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, oh, oh the app closed. Oh, look, my book is open. My yeah. book is open. Son. It's there, ready for me to read, mm-hmm. to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I can I can rub my fingers all over it. Mm-hmm. 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 Get my grubby little chud fingers all up in your book, bitch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. You know what? Analog wins round one. It does. Really? You couldn't find Imperial Stat with it? I'm still looking. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. Stronger still, the imperial designation drives. Well, I tell you what, I, the Russian monarchy through most of the 18th century. Ah. I uh, was sure that there was everything in this thing. Recent ster- searches, imperial stout. Though I will say this again, this whole book, it, actually this book looks uh, fucking amazing. This looks really cool. It's just not quite laid out or what. The book isn't what I expected it to be, to be honest. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm be, I thought if I typed in imperial stout, I should be able to get. A I figured you had me in two seconds. And and a, bring up. Yeah, and a, I got a tasting record. It basically just lets me fill in the blanks of what I like. Um, but imperial stout does not show up. So let me just type in. I'm going to type in stout and just see if a stout shows up. A little disappointed in the Inkling app. Because I actually, I kind of liked it. Tasting record, tasting record. So it seems like if you search for stuff, all it's pulling up is tasting records. Yeah. It's not actually searching through the book itself. It's kind of lame. So you sure uh, you're searching the right thing? Let's go to Anatomy of a Style. And... uh, Anatomy of a stone. I'm just kind of curious here. Hmm. Anatomy of a stone. Well, I pulled up a different page. I was in beer of the year. Apparently, technology and beer styles. I thought 
There was a uh, whole section on the different styles of beer. Mm. There's well, there's different sections. They're just they're broken down. Like there's all these chapters that break down these different sections, and they break the beers down in a different way than I maybe would have thought. Like there's um, British ales and the lager family, continental ales. Okay, vice let's beers. go to craft beer of America and beyond. Here we go. So. Um, porter and stout, and then it goes right here. So I got mm-hmm. porter was the first, blah blah. Stout, see chapter nine. All right. So the nice thing is, I click on this, mm-hmm. the word stout, and it tells me this right here. Okay, so so maybe it was unfair to do the search like that because what I just did right there is I mm-hmm. walked through a couple links on this, and then boom, it takes me to stout, Irish dry stout, milk stouts, and oatmeal stouts. Irish extra stouts, imperial stouts. Okay. So maybe I stumbled upon the right thing here after not searching so yeah. brutally. Uh, so here's what I got. I don't know if you said the stronger still, the imperial designation derives from its popularity from the yep. Russian monarchy. Mm-hmm. Did you already tell no, me that? It? Yeah. Son of a bitch, you were faster. Look at the bottles. Did you have those bottle pictures? Yep. Fuck. I win. Analog for the win. Now, the one thing I will say, just in fact, just from the, the sense of going through this book, though, mm-hmm. what I already like is this book. I my guess is just going from this, it really takes a very sort of like holistic, like all around view of like beer. It's it's written very well. It's actually the whole it's, way it's put together to me. I like in that it's not it's, it's for the not, it's not being super anal in some ways. It, it looks like it, it, I'm guessing from what I'm looking at. This, it looks like it, it totally builds you up from like a. Do you think American craft beer has kind of climbed down off its high horse that it had a couple of years ago? Um, you know what i I think it's climbed off a little bit. I still think America is on the absolute forefront of craft beer, but there are some the other countries. Drinkers, have, do you think the beer drinkers themselves are kind of come? Seem like there was some beer snobdom going on here. A while ago, and I don't, I don't know if I get that vibe as much anymore as I did. Well, you're right. I don't. I don't think I get that vibe as much um, because I think it's become a lot more mainstream now. Yeah, no, I, I don't think being the psycho, I notice a lot more people showing up with good beer than ever before. That's true. Um, because you know, because I think there's a lot of people who were like you and me who were pioneers. <laughs> yes, that's us. The longest running podcast in beer and yes, whatever. <laughs> no, because I mean like even like a lot of my like redneck metalhead friends. Yeah. You know, I realized, you know, a couple of years ago, I introduced them to a few good beers. Now I realize they're showing up with IPAs. Dude, why they're showing you, up with it with an English ball on. Why would you drink other. this over I I don't even know how you could even pretend to drink anything else other, other than a quality beer after drinking. Well, here's like this Speedway Stout. By the way, this Speedway Stout is amazing, unfucking believably yeah. good. Yeah, it is. This we're, is a fantastic stout, but I will say, this is a sophisticated beverage to an extent. If you just walked into this from a Bud Light, this would completely wreck your existence. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know how to deal with this. That is true. That is true. There's no way you could go from being a Bud Light drinker to drinking this. You'd have a better chance going from a cup of coffee to this. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I, Actually, this is better if you take smaller sips. For whatever reason, you get a little bit more of the carbonation. And it's just like every little bubble of the carbonation is just like an exploding 
fish egg of flavor. This is like <laughs> this is like, like salmon roe when you like get the, sushi. It's like the caviar like, beer. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> oh my god! Like every little bubble, I feel is just like exploding. You're like like getting giddy over there, like a little girl as you're. Uh, oh, I am. This is this is this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Like yeah. The, even the cap has the metal. Yeah. Oh, ooh, that's pretty cool. The anvil like glass that. on it. Yeah. I will say, um, I have not read this book. But I like it from looking oh, at it. Oh, uh, and you know what the the well, as much as I thought the digital version was going to win mm-hmm. tonight, and there's no problem with the digital version. The nice thing is you could go in with an iPad mm-hmm. and sit down and drink mm-hmm. some beer, and the iPad version is probably nicer mm-hmm. instead of having to flip through a book. But you know the key to that book right there. Open the page, first page. Oh, what's that? What's that? Uh, oh, it's signed by the author. It's a Groucho. Did it, but that's what makes it cool. It's not that's too Groucho. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I but like the thing that. is, I can't get a digital signed version. If I go to Randy Mosher mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, here's my iPad. We sign my iPad," <laughs> can't do that. So yeah. you know, that's where the the book version wins. Mm-hmm. Not only that, not only that, you drop you drop the book in the toilet. You're out maybe twenty bucks. You drop the iPad in the toilet while you're reading it. But it's on stored on iCloud, so I get it back for free. Uh, well, yeah, but you got to buy the device for <laughs> five hundred bucks. I better be dropping my iPad in the shitter. Okay? <laughs> no, hey, you know what? Also, is biblically epic. This fucking beer. Yeah, this is really good. I'm just the last drink I had. It was uh, the temperatures warmed up a little bit, and I got like this burning mm-hmm. note as it went down. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, you know what? We really haven't done this beer justice because... Um, oh, man, the aroma is just ripping. May, I, maybe we drank too much good beer because I... No, I don't think so because this beer in, is still ringing. And I feel like we haven't spent enough time talking about it and just how amazing this is. Well, I think, you know, the funny thing is I think everybody out west knows how amazing this beer is. Speedway Stout is, like, mm-hmm. legendary. And you know what about this? Like, sometimes when you get a really good stout, sometimes it's almost kind of... This is I, not I, a Guinness. Don't don't even be fooled and think no. this is like a just a regular stout. This is this is a bomb stout. No, but there's one thing about stouts in particular that I think getting the right type of the right type and the right feel of the carbonation really can make or break a stout in particular over a lot of other beer styles. Well, the the uh, the Storm King mm-hmm. that that beer didn't have it didn't have all the characteristics we expected. Still mm-hmm. a great beer. But then when we when we had the Speedway, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what we were looking for. It had the full body, mm-hmm. the full taste. You know, th- there's nothing wrong with that Storm King. It's a great mm-hmm. beer. But uh, th- maybe, maybe this is where I'm getting more nuanced. Uh, but I've really been—I no- don't know—for whatever reason, I've been—I've been noticing the carbonation levels on beer a lot more lately. And to me, this is one of those things where, like, that carbonation—that carbonation plays into the flavor and how it interacts with you in a very cool way yeah i think the lacing plays i'm taking a picture of the lacing you chud through the lacing the lacing <laughs> the lacing <laughs> oh man mm. you know what you know what's next here little chud what's that bonus beer bob's beer Ooh. so we talked about do we finish a rusty conversation do we finish um, rusty's demise what you oh well you know what i'm i'll, I'll just let me tell one other quick story about Rusty. Okay, yeah, this is Rusty's show because Rusty was Rusty was a bad. You don't if there was a song to describe Rusty, it'd be like the Doors' back door man. 
I don't know that song. You don't. Well, that's because you're a bitch. That's why. Whoa! <laughs> oh, I had the Doors double disc in college. Well, then you should know this song. Is Backdoor Man on that? Yes. Okay. Well, then I probably heard it. All right. But anyway, <laughs> I eat more and chicken bitch. than any man ever seen. Okay. Tell I always say that because all we did was listen to L.A. Woman like a million times over. Yeah, I'm probably smoking a bunch of weed, some uh, badly maybe. rolled dubs. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Not saying, not confirming no. anything. But okay, what you know, Rusty was the fucking twenty three pound, three foot beast. But that motherfucker would eat the like, hottest hot wings you would ever fucking believe in your life. <laughs> like I would order What does litter box look like the next day? Well this is funny. Like I would order like the super volcano fuck all break your face wings. You are your dad's. And, and, son, I, did, and I did it this one day just to see if you would eat them. No, you just yeah. This is back. This is back with like um, v, <laughs> v, v and I had broken up, and I just had the apartment I was living in at the time in Tampa by myself. Yeah, it was just me and him. Yeah, and uh, and seriously, he would eat like five or six chicken wings by himself. If I ordered like a box of like twenty four wings. I could give him like five, and he would just clean them all. Oh my god, dude! Which Jesus. was which was stupid enough to begin with. But I, so I ordered the super volcanic hot wings, and he's just going. He just fucking cleaned off like five of them. Just, yeah. just down to the bone. He's licking his face for like 45 minutes. I don't see him for a while. No, he comes running down the hallway, ears pinned back, eyes <laughs> bugged out, tongue is hanging out of his mouth. And he's got his feet stuck out in front of him. And, but his front paws are dragging his ass down the hallway. <laughs> And he leaves this brown stain like that goes on for like four feet. <laughs> and he just looks like he has this look of complete and utter fucking terror oh, on his God face, damn man. It. Like he just totally, and uh, after that it was done. He wouldn't go near the hot wings again. He wouldn't go after him again. Like, no, he never burned his ass so bad. That's awesome like, that he learned. That. That's awesome that he learned. Yeah. Yeah, to rusty, to rusty. I, I rusty. I I missed it. Dude, there will never be another psychotic animal quite like that yeah. dude. And the timing on that, I mean, that was like I said, well, like you said, it was like a month after your divorce. That you no, know, it was three. Well, yes, three months after she moved out. Yeah, yeah, and that was it was. Tough. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just weird, like that. I would say there's a certain era of my life. It's just like like ended. Yeah, I mean one. Yeah, I mean, well, because here's the thing. I'm very different. I'm much more normal and well-behaved now than I was when I lived in Florida and through high school, which may be hard for some of you to believe who have been through the re-report years. Um, I was a fucking nut job, dude. I was taking, like, five hits of acid and smoking, like, half a quarterback and then going to work, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Great. You know, I mean, that was just normal. I mean, I I was a fucking madman. You know, and it was, and 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 Rusty. So how did and, uh, Rusty change that? Rusty and Noah somehow managed to live through all that, and then like they both. Av, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rusty and Av lived through all that, and then uh, I grew up, and then they both disappeared. So it was just kind of weird. Hmm. I don't know. Things to make you go. Hmm. Yeah. So within the last year, it's like the band broke up, the cat died, wife left. Fucking, we're moving the rear fort studio, which is traumatic. It is traumatic. Yeah, it is traumatic. I own a home on my own now. With <laughs> my mortgage is so much lower than yours, you will be jealous. Yeah, I no. you. Try my mortgage on for size, Chud. Yeah. I bet your mortgage is like ten times, if not more, higher. Yeah, imagine my two mortgages, Chud. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, first world problems. <laughs> 
I'm be calling your ass for help, so fuck off. Uh, I'm not going to live in my basement again when I say you got to move in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Actually, I would sell my house and live in your basement in your new place. You wouldn't even know it was there. I wouldn't so even. Fucking big. It, yeah, it is big. All right, we got to finish this show off with one last beer, so you got to go get it out of the fridge right now. All right. It's the, uh, you know what beer it is, right? Uh, Big Satanic motherfucker? No. Uh, all right. Special delivery from Bonus Beer Bob. Oh, all right. Whoa. <laughs> Bonus Beer Bob, uh, the last living legacy of the Good Beer Show, sent us this beer. Bonus Beer Bob. The Good Beer Show. The good, yeah, I haven't heard that in a while, have you? We outlived uh, those bastards. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the thing about the Good Beer Show, Jeffrey T., Mm-hmm. Jeffrey T was the heart and soul of that show, so Jeffrey T made it yeah. happen. And once Jeffrey T decided to get out of the, out of the gig, the show crumbled. Well, wait, what's Jeffrey T doing now? One of these days, I don't, I don't know, but I think he got hooked up with a new woman uh, and a new job. And I, I think everything just kind of worked itself out. Well, life evolves, unless but, you're us. But yeah. we still have Bonus Beer Bob. And we still have Mikey Mason mm-hmm. from that relationship, so all's good. Mm-hmm. But Bonus Beer Bob, look at that. Look at that label on that beer and tell okay. me you wouldn't buy that on the shelf. I was going to say one thing. Bonus Beer Bob. Now, this is a homebrew, but the presentation on this is mm-hmm. better than what you will find on 95% of actual brewery like material stuff. No I mean, doubt. That should tell you something no right, doubt. right there. But, I mean, let me tell you about this. This is Eurystheus. Eurystheus? Eurythius? the three material no, no, don't rip on bonus beer Bob needs all of our we can't we can't uh, No, honestly, you, you don't here's the thing, I'm jealous. I'm fucking jealous because you he pulled out some fucking Greek, probably mythological bullshit <laughs> that I should pride my pagan ass on knowing something about it. Yeah, and, and Bob owns and, your and, ass on this, doesn't yeah, he? And because here's the thing, because Bob one okay, not only is he he's the most beer motherfucker in the world. Uh, Oh, yeah. And Bob is the most metal motherfucker to ever walk Oh, that's the true. Earth. I forgot about Bob's no, metal no, aspect. No, Bob owns like every metal album to ever be made in the so past that, 30 years. That, you have no idea how fucking jealous I am that he's heard shit that I can only dream about. And that <laughs> fucking... Like, so I, that rags thing you were talking about earlier, Bob knows it. Yeah, yeah, Bob probably has every fucking album ever put out by Wild Rags, signed copies of it, <laughs> and, and the, the mysterious owner who mis- disappeared 15 years ago... He he probably hangs out with him and drinks beer with him on the fucking weekends when there's like 18,000 bands trying to steal money from him. That guy's probably buying Bob beers. So that's, <laughs> that, that's the kind of dude Bob is. He's like, Bob would know where Jimmy Hoffa's fucking dick is right now. You know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> that, that's bonus that's how beer metal Bob. Bob is. Yeah. Yeah. Who killed JFK? Bonus beer Bob knows and fucking hangs out with the dude and probably got a tattoo from him or something like that. That's how metal Bob is. Oh man, I just I just swallowed the Speedway Stout quickly to catch up mm-hmm. with you. And the son of a bitch, man, that beer is too good. Yeah. Oh my god, I almost feel like we should rinse the glasses. I'm not not sliding Bob at all, but that beer is so good that the last little smidge that's pinched in the bottom of this glass. Yeah. Do you think it's going to taint what we're drinking here from uh, Bob? I think whatever Bob is going to have is going to skull fuck your mouth like fucking prison <laughs> gang rape because this stuff. This is Eurystheus, which I have to look this up. Extreme Imperial Stout is 18% alcohol by volume. 18%? Yeah. 18? Let me... Okay, it ain't, let, it ain't okay let me read this. Eurystheus, meaning broad hold, strength. Hold that Thank up. Thank you, Bonus Beer hold Bob. That up, Bob. I appreciate that. Hold that up, Judd. All right. 
Meaning broad strength was king of the Tyrans. Heracles was sent by him to bring back Cerberus from the underworld. And I know who Cerberus is. I mean, he was Greek. I'm, I'm pride myself on that. The task was finished as well as last year's share. This broad stout will deliver a different flavor with each sip. Chocolate, dark fruits, figs, port wine is warming to the soul <laughs> oh, as you've been to mine. I can't wait for Merry this. Christmas, my friend. Bonus beer, Bob. Uh, you got you got a that chip off this fucking wax so I can get a little something underneath the cap on this Someday bastard. Someday we got to do a beer with wax. I just think that's fucking cool. It is kind of cool, isn't it? Seems like a dirty pan, but... <laughs> Apparently it's a giant... Airport spatula is struggling. God damn it, man. <laughs> I need a beer... Airport Jesus knife. Christ, I just cut my fucking hand open trying to... God. Apparently, on a spatula? On apparently, a the, this, uh, dude, I was using so much force, the spatula ripped my flesh. <laughs> Spatulas ripping your flesh. That's right. That's what we're getting into at this point. <sighs> Fuck you. All right, you know what, Bob? Use the cheap wax next time. <laughs> I know you're all about the fucking quality over here. <laughs> he is. He dipped that fucker in like, he probably paid twice the amount of normal wax for this shit. But seriously, this is not a letter to the Pope to fucking <laughs> slaughter your, like, seventh wife so you could marry a new one to bury you a child here, all right? <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love for saying for fuck's sake. That's the best... best <laughs> I lo- that's like my favorite. I love the fact that you seem to get the reference to me about writing the Pope to kill your wife. That's you know? the best. <laughs> uh, come on. I think got the, the spatula turned the wrong direction. I think that's your problem. Is that my problem? I think so. There you is, go. Flip it over. There, a... there you go. God damn it. <laughs> let, me do, let me do it. Let me do it. This is bullshit. <laughs> Party foul. Dude, Party foul, dude, Bob. We, we did a video, Bob, years ago uh, when we were doing Christmas beers. And this this would be just like the one we fucking strangled the, the, yeah. the uh, <laughs> container open. I This better be good because we had to fucking work for this bullshit. Oh, you just pulled the whole... Fuck you. I loosened it up for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> Yeah, see? And more patience with age, uh-huh. Judd. Ah. Uh, yeah. Could be. Remember that when you're... Premature ejaculating with your girlfriend next weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can't help it. I'm a drummer. I always come early. Uh, Oh, my God. This pours like black death. Oh, my God. This looks like the oil is in my car. Holy shit. Wait till you get a rip of that aroma, and if you don't, if you don't see the purple port wine aspect of that, mm. oh my god, Bob, what the hell are you doing over there? Wait, you pour- that, hold on, what that smell is? It smells like Badussy. It does have a, a, a port aspect to it. I smell the port. Well, in the remember raisins. that last super beer he gave us had a port. Had the port wine thing in it. Too. I don't, you know, I would love to be with beer. Hey, Bob, next time you're brewing, give us notice. Chud and I will be there. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a good call. Actually, that would be fun. That's a good idea. Yeah, I want to brew with Bob. Can we come over like a Sunday or something? Yep. Well, we we show up on a yeah, and just uh, take a Monday off. Actually, or t- what are you like three hours away? Uh, yeah, I mean, three? it's just it's North India. I think we drove four hours. Hmm. 
We can even do a Saturday night. I get off at one fifteen, so yeah. Okay. Oh my god, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're just sniffing uh, it. Yeah, we're just sniffing. We're, we're getting high on the uh, aroma. This is, this is like I just paid three hundred dollars <sighs> for these panties on eBay. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. You already sipped. Okay, okay, I can't. I got to sip. Whoa. Holy shit. Whoa, dude. <laughs> That's beer. Like, That's you beer? Can't, you can't do that. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Imperial Stout? No. This is, no, like, this this is, is like liqueur. This, this, is like, this is like chocolate liqueur. This is where the art of... I mean, okay, okay. We talked about like bonus beer Bob doing everything else better than everybody else, and this is one of the things where bonus beer Bob does Rob. home Bob does home brewing better than everyone else on the planet. Yeah, this is makes you want to stop home brewing. This is like a whole other level. Like this is this is the Stephen Hawking of, of <laughs> home brewing, except that Bob's not in a uh, wheelchair. No, but no, and Bob could kick your ass at the same time, actually, in a wheelchair. Yeah, you could put. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Bonus people, Bob could sit there with this fucking speaking spell and still whip your ass. Yeah, dude, this is unbelievable right here. Holy shit! Okay, so the first off, it, the consistency is literally motor oil, and there's a purple tinge to the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a whole lot of of uh, carbonation to it, but the mouth feel is like motor oil. It's very chocolatey. It. It is so. It, it's it's like going to the Giardelli chocolate store and ordering a hot chocolate and getting that just a super thick chocolate taste. This is like totally chocolate with like a splash of bourbon. Yeah, I, I'm surprised how chocolatey you can even make a beer taste. Like this is. I can't even believe you home brewed this. Is there anything as good as this? No. Not really. I don't think. I, we honestly, last year we did this when we had his beer, and, and, and we orgasmed over his beer last and year. And we I did remember. this year, but I seriously, this is two years in a row now. Yeah, where he, what he has said literally insane has been better than everything. Yeah, he's got like that weird, uh, uh, what do you say, like that eccentric mm-hmm. brilliance thing going on with beer, where it's it's like coming out of nowhere. It's a left field mm-hmm. because a lot of guys are like, I'm going to try and brew something by style. I'm going to make something that's like the greatest of this style. He just made something here that's completely off the charts. And even to call it an extreme imperial stout is ridiculous. That's not even nearly doing this thing justice. Whatever the fuck is going on he here. He should have said, this is Bob's version of kick-ass beer. See, it's the final show of Studio B, so we might as well celebrate. This is the final show? No, not quite. We have one more show after this. All right. Yeah. But uh, look around. These surroundings... It is something. It really is. You know, we really... You know, it, it, I don't know. It's just weird. Is it just... Uh, damn it. I thought when I sat in a fucking chair, this well, would Well, tighten help. the fucking mic stand, I bitch. tried. Your <laughs> mic stand sucks ass. No, it does not. It's a radio shack, you bitch. This mic stand is a piece of shit, all right? I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Groucho yeah. gives me this piece of shit mic stand. <laughs> And yeah, look what? It just spins by itself. It travels away from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
You don't know what the fuck is happening. Basically, micro <laughs> Groucho gives us mean this piece of shit. It's like not him. true. Tighten the fucking fucking stand. It is Titan. Trust me, I'm a fucking musician. When I'm well, on stage, I, I need this shit more yeah, than we yeah, do for yeah, a fucking I, beer report. I can't believe what amateur operation your studio is a fucking art the stage. Come oh, on. Fuck. Okay, anyway. Hey, what the fuck? I don't know what we're talking about. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about you pissing earlier. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, talking about the beer report. The studios, studios. yeah. The studios. Yeah, I was just thinking it's, it's kind of interesting that, um, at least for me, it seems like there's a certain phase of my life from, like, moving up here to Illinois to having, like, the, the cat and the wife leave in one way or another to suddenly like me being a homeowner it's like there's this whole chunk of my life that like a bunch of things all ended up in a certain year like serious and like within the last year it was like everything just turned over mm-hmm. it's like oh okay everything's turning over new leaf for fucking everything all at once it's true within the last year, which in a way is kind of a cool thing it is it's it's like a uh, rebirth it's like a phoenix yeah, but yeah Maybe. Call me Jane Grey, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> or not. But yeah. No, but it, it it is interesting that and but here's the because part of that along that goes with that is the, uh, definitely a level of maturity I've noticed in myself that just turned over with the whole deal. Now I'm surprised by that because you're you're at an age where normally between twenty five to thirty five you don't really feel a whole maturity change. So for you to say that I felt like a massive shift in the last six months in as far as my perspective on like everything. Well, you know, the thing is I can't mm-hmm. I can't actually try to pretend I'm in your version of life because mm-hmm. because when I was your age, I was married and had I was well, we weren't having kids yet, but the conversation was there and uh Summer would have been born already. No. No, not when I was your well was your yeah, actually when I was mm-hmm. your age. I had I had a child who's one, so <laughs> yeah, and that that does skew your whole vision of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the one thing that really came out of this, well, this will be next show. Yeah, we'll do next show. Let's kill this show. Yeah, this needs to be done. All right. So this is uh, episode two of the Don't Call It a Comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Mama said, "Knock you out, bitch." We've always been here. All right, Beer Report, this is Groucho. And this is Chud. Make sure to check out our website at www.thebeerreport.com. Yeah. Yeah, check out our Facebook page at The Beer Report. That's like facebook.com forward slash Beer Report and all that shit. Yeah, you got Google, it'll figure the shit out. And Twitter, we got some Twitter feed. Uh, you got Twitter. Yeah, you know, I need to start Twitter tomorrow. I, you you know, did. You did the Iron Sheik or something the other day, didn't well, you? you? know, I, I posted the link. Oh, yeah, fuck. If you have not looked at the Iron Sheik, if you remember the Iron Sheik, like, Dude, I, look I, up I, his Twitter I, I page. subscribe because it's fucking killer. It's the, one of the funniest. It may be about the funniest thing on the entirety of the internet. Yeah. And uh, But um, I had Twitter, and I accidentally deleted it off my phone, and I'm not exactly sure how to get it back. It's TBR but, Chud, okay? At right. TBR Chud. All right, well, so I'm trying to try to figure out how to get it back right now, so that I can start sending more stupid bullshit out to you. But if you have any, even if you don't have Twitter, just look up the Iron Sheik Twitter. I'll just search that out and read it, and you will fucking die laughing. You will fall out of your fucking chair. All right. So for the beer report, loving bonus beer, Bob. 
fucking ready to do any whatever it takes. Be a report man crush. Oh my god, we're gonna brew with him at someday because we're gonna lick his ball. Wait, no, <laughs> stop that. I'm not doing that, Bob. But uh, we do want to brew with you, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, get, yeah. But we love you, Bob. Yes. Other we, than we the balls you. part, okay? In a totally platonic way. Absolutely. Platonic love. We love deeply. you, buddy. All right. So for the beer report, this is Groucho. And this is Judd. Have a great one. Tweet of hell. I've been awake too long and I'm wondering why. I think of all the times you could change your mind. I see the sun shine through at the memory. And I could cry, cry, cry at the memory. And so you chew me up and you spit me out. You face to face with love. Too. It was too unreal. Don't